Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Penn State head coach James Franklin spoke with the media today. A hot tar- start to the 2022 season. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Carr. The BWI Daily Edition coming to you right now. Let's get into it. Thomas Frank Carr coming to you from this blank void. And if things look different, it's because they are. So I uh, I apologize for some of the uh, discrepancies last week in, you know, maybe the airtime, the look of the show, what was going on. But the reality is I was moving. So now I'm in my new house. Uh, the Pine Grove Studio B is not set up yet. Um, so this wall behind me is featureless. There is nothing behind me. Greg Pickle. He's joining me today in the BWI Daily Edition. Enough about me. Let's talk about Penn State football. Let's talk about what's going on with head coach James Franklin and the Nittany Lions. Big news to start off the press conference today. So, Greg, what did you hear about the quarterback competition behind starting quarterback Sean Clifford? Yeah, so it was pretty late into James Franklin's news conference, T. Frank, and he was asked directly whether or not Christian Veyu was going to be the backup quarterback, or Christian Veyu, rather, was going to be the backup quarterback this year, and James Franklin said no, and he kind of laughed a little bit and said that he knew that everyone's head was going to shoot down immediately as typing and tweeting and posting and all that kind of stuff happened, and that's exactly what happened because uh, he announced that Drew Aller's the backup quarterback. So big, interesting news, T. Frank. I'm not sure I saw it coming necessarily. Obviously, uh, Drew Aller came to Penn State with a lot of uh, fanfare. He was a five-star. He was a top 30 player in the nation, top five quarterback in the class of 2022. So I don't think it should be a stunning surprise to anyone that he becomes the number two passer uh, without, you know, within the first uh, 10 months of being on campus. But you know, certainly, I don't know if I was expecting James Franklin to announce that news today, but he was asked the question and gave a direct answer. So, you know, when you look at Drew Aller, obviously, there's a lot to like about his game, both from what we saw in high school and a little bit we've seen uh, throughout the spring and the summer. So, you know, I know he didn't have the best blue-white game, but it certainly seems like he's been doing a lot better uh, in terms of learning the playbook and performing on the field and everything else. So, yeah, that uh, was not the big Penn State-Purdue news that I think many people were expecting, but that's going to be the thing most people we're talking about today yeah it's it's something that goes against what we've been talking about all offseason and something that goes against what we've been hearing as you laid out in what we had learned and observed during the offseason a very slow start for drew aller uh comes into camp and is the third fourth string quarterback in that battle with bo perbula and then all of a sudden week one we're going in and james franklin talked about he earned this opportunity it was not a a product of circumstance there's no other thing going on other than they had the conversation drew is quarterback too and this is something i've talked about when it comes to playing and uh you know doing things as a freshman at the quarterback position this is a very hard position we talked about sean clifford learning the playbook last year as a fifth year player 
brand new to college football to be able to do these things, to be able to, to be in this position, you have to be an exceptional football mind to do that. And it right. seems that's the case here. Uh, you know, reading into some of this that Drew Aller may have started slow, but once he grasped the playbook, this is the product of five-star talent. So um, the other part of this, as he said, this is an open competition throughout the season. That's a fluid thing week one and onwards. So Greg, are you ready to ask every single week? Is Drew Aller the backup quarterback this week no. from now and until uh, Thanksgiving? No, no, I have no intention of doing that. I'm sure somebody might. But yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, I think that you're going to be hard pressed now. Look, if there's something going on with Christian Veyu, maybe that's the very or maybe that sets him back a little bit. Maybe he regains that job if that's the case, which we don't know if that's the case. James Franklin didn't say that. He talked more about Drew Aller and the way that he's come in and everything they chart, everything they look at and analyze and everything else. Uh, Drew Hour won that job. So, I, you know, I don't think we need to read too much into it. I know he said it's for week one, and that's great and all that. But, yeah, it might continue to come up, T. Frank, but I'd be surprised if there's any changes in that order anytime soon. Is there anything else about the conversation of Drew Aller and this week one news that stands out to you? Do you want to wrap up this particular conversation? Yeah, I just think that, you know, obviously it goes to show that what we see in the blue white game is not always representative of what we're going to see come the fall. And that's because things change. Players look better. They perform better or they perform worse. You know, so I just think at this point, T. Frank, he's won the job and it's his until he uh, loses it or someone takes it from him. Yeah, we're going to pause quickly here for a new sponsor, new partner here on the BWI Daily Edition. That is Rogue Shop. Rogue Shop is an online leader in uh, CBD and THC sales. So uh, we're super excited to be partnering with Rogue Shop. You can check them out at rogueshop.com. I've actually pulled up their website here so you can see what it's like uh, and you can see kind of some of the products that they have. They sent some stuff for us to try. And Greg, I know in this job, like people... People love this job. You and I love what we do. It yep. does not mean that it is easy or that it is without stress. And for me, you know, I, I always say it doesn't matter what you do. If you make it hard, it's hard. And I make this job hard on myself. I, you know, I go hard day to night. And sometimes I have a hard time going to sleep. I have a hard time with stress and all of those things. So they sent me some of their products, their Delta 9 gummies, which I'm going to pull up here for you. They are excellent for stress relief and for sleep. So if you or somebody in your life, um, and this is something that they're really big about, Richard and his wife, Shar, are really big about uh, helping people through traditional medicines and THC, CBD, cannabis, a traditional medicine. They want to make sure that you can get the help that you need. And if you have uh, pain, if you have a hard time sleeping like me, um, these things will help you and they have helped me get a better night's sleep when I need to be rested and ready to go so that I don't start saying James Franklin, Frank Blinn or whatever I did to start the show today. Uh, so if you want to check out rogueshop.com, you can see it here. You can see some of the products that they have, but they are all about, uh, you know, the holistic natural healing process. They're all about helping people and changing their lives and being able to do that through medicine. Once again, rogueshop.com. And if you see the promo code here that I'm going to pull up for you, uh, BWI is the promo code. So if you check out rogueshop.com and use the promo code BWI. Uh, that helps the channel out and that helps out them. So check them out again, rogueshop.com um, and get a good night's sleep. For me, that's been the biggest thing is being able to get a good night's sleep, be ready to go the next day and perform my best. So check that out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of performing their best, Greg, some of the players uh, outside of Drew Aller that James Franklin talked about, we have a resolution to a couple of camp battles. One of them is that there's going to be three different guards playing. So get into what James Franklin talked about and who he said are those players. What were the, the situation that resolved at the interior of the line? Yeah, you know, in the middle of the uh, middle of August, T. Frank, it really started to feel like that Landon Tangwall, uh, Hunter Norzad, and Sal Warmly were all going to play this year. And I know that that obviously leads us to a conversation about, well, if you have six starting offensive linemen, that means you don't have five, if that makes sense. So I know that that will cause some people to have uh, some concerns about what Penn State has moving forward. But they clearly like all three of these guys. They think that if they use all three of them, it'll keep each of them fresh for not just the fourth quarter, but also the fourth quarter of the season later in the year in November. So you know, I, I think it's good news. Now, we'll see what it looks like on the field. Of course, last year, Penn State went into uh, the season planning to play Eric Wilson and Anthony Wigan in a timeshare rotation. Uh, that ended up being Eric Wilson's job pretty quickly. So I don't know if that'll be the case again this year. But I think if you're a Penn State fan, you just have to sit back and relax and feel pretty good that, you know, after some lean years along the offensive line and now have enough depth that they really, truly believe all three of these guys deserve starter reps. So you can't give three guys starter reps. I know you can try but it's just right. not probably going to work out that way. So we'll see what the snap counts look like after the opener. But yeah, my mind, T. Frank, I think that it became pretty clear, I think about two or three weeks ago, that they probably weren't going to settle this battle and instead use all three of them. But I'll be curious to see which guy gets called first. Uh, and obviously, uh, even though they're going to call all three of them starters, only two of them can be starters on the game sheet. Right. Uh, so you, I think you and I differ a little bit about this because I'm I'm for kind of timeshares if guys earn that situation. I know you and I have talked in the past. You want there to be the starter and then the backup. Is that a fair assessment? And do you think that yeah. this is a situation where they do have three players that are worthy of it, where previously maybe it was, yeah, we got three players that we're going to play, but three players that are legitimate starting Big Ten quality. Do you think that there's a, a difference there this year? Yeah, I think that the thing that I always struggle with, T. Frank, is again, you know, you talk about cohesion and consistency and all those kind of cliche buzzwords along your offensive line. And you want all five of your guys to have uh, be able to move in tandem and all of that. And then when so you have six, obviously, uh, you know, you have a situation where you're putting guys in and pulling them out and changing that chemistry, uh, you know, pretty much each series. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at with it. But hey, if those guys all earn the opportunity to play that that many reps, then, you know, you do it. And that's how you got to keep guys happy and keep guys healthy so you know we'll see how it works out and again in the past we've seen it work out where it's not necessarily uh it's not necessarily as much of a timeshare as maybe we're led to believe but i think this one will be yeah and it helps that they have uh at least two guys they bring one in specifically to be a part of the program in hunter norzad they have landon tangwall a very highly ranked player and then salim wormley who has this product of circumstance that he was going to be the starter last year was injured and uh, now has come back and apparently is in the form that we saw from uh, that they saw from him previously. And I say they because we have not seen Sal Wormley do anything. So we don't really have any any 
kind of reference point of what he was last year from our brief um, views of practice and views of what was going on. We had an idea of where the depth chart might have been at that point, but I don't think we had really an idea of Sal Wormley, the football player. Is there anything else from James Franklin that stood out to you that I have not brought up specifically? What are the other things you took away that you thought were important or interesting? Yeah, a couple of things. So I think there's a reason to be concerned about kickoff, T. Frank, at this point until we actually see it uh, here in the opener at Purdue. So they're going to rotate Sanders, Sahadik, and Gabe and Wusu. I'm sure many uh, Penn State fans remember Sahadik as a recruit, and Wusu comes from a school in Maryland that I can't quite think of off the top of my head. But he's a big guy, a really big guy. I'm going to pull up yeah. the roster here because I don't want to get his stats wrong. But he is uh, someone they think can do slim down this offseason. He's he actually slimmed down. He's six six. He was three oh five last year. So I think he's right. down to two seventy eight. You want to correct me on that if you've got it pulled up? But yeah, yeah, he six, is a six big guy. Yep. Yep, 6'6", 276, and I'm sure he can kick it a country mile. So, you know, I, I do think there's a lot, probably a little bit of a concern there about why are you rotating guys. It, it almost feels to me like there wasn't enough consistency there to just pick one at this point, which is concerning. Penn State fans have been spoiled by watching Jordan Stout just endlessly kick touchbacks over the last few years, and I think it might be a little bit tougher this year. They might have to be a little bit more creative on kick coverage because it feels to me like, you know, they could get more kicks returned on them. Now, Penn State's the same as everybody else they all follow the analytics and a lot more teams fair catch now than what they used to but if you're not getting the ball consistently to the end zone teams might be willing to take a chance so let's keep an eye on that but Jake Pinnaker is going to be the starting kicker I think as most of us probably expected uh, when you look at some other position battles Tyler Ellison's been ahead of Kobe King at middle linebacker that's still the case but they're both going to play Ellison's going to be number one though and then you know I think that it was interesting that he doesn't feel like they necessarily have a full too deep at receiver they yeah. wanted to see more from some of those guys and, you know, obviously Mitchell Tinsley, uh, Parker Washington, Keandre Lambert-Smith are going to play a lot. But I'm curious to see how much we'll, you know, how many reps we'll, we'll see on Thursday night for a Harrison Wallace or a Malik Mega or, you know, some of these guys that have sounded like they've made the right steps forward, T. Frank, but haven't necessarily done it in practice yet. So some interesting comments there, I thought, just on the fact that they don't necessarily feel like yet they have a full true too deep at receiver. Yeah, and, and a little conjecture on my part, and I love doing this to you reporters, you and you and Nate, who are, are great reporters, and then I come in here and yeah, well, what about this? And it made the comment about the uh, red light, green light during uh, the press conference today, which, by the way, you can check yep. out Blue White Illustrated here on YouTube. We have a full replay of the press conference. You're going to get better quality video and audio on uh, Monday press conferences, Tuesday press conferences, right here on our YouTube channel than anywhere else other than, you know, Maybe if Penn State puts out the video, check it out. Blue White Illustrated on YouTube if you want to get the full comments. But the thing that I thought was interesting is he talks about the, the red light, green light, yellow light. And previously, he's given us the names and where guys fit into those categories. And and I, I thought it was interesting. He said, well, I'm not going to do that this year because it's a fluid situation. And if guys get the sense that they're green light, but they don't show us what we need, then they're not going to play. And that might lead to right. some false expectations. Otherwise, like yellow lights, they might play and they might play themselves into significant roles. Uh, Caden Saunders, a guy we've been examining this offseason. Is he going to be a part? He's a very talented freshman. Is he a green light? Is he a yellow light? I've had him in that yellow category all offseason. Is right. he that sixth guy they're talking about? Is it a Liam Clifford? Um, that's kind of where my mind went as to. Are you a green light? Are you going to prove to us you're there for week one? Then I feel good about six. If not. 
Maybe right. not. And, you know, that's the conjecture on my part. But I thought that was a very interesting conversation, like you said, of the number of receivers they have. And I think we know the names that are going to play, um, right. but we still are figuring out what's left there. Anything left from James Franklin? Any scraps, morsels you want to cover before we get into the players you talked to today uh, in separate interviews? Yeah, you know, I think at this point, T. Frank, we've pretty much covered a lot of it. You know, obviously we heard more about, you know, I think it was interesting that Catron Allen was a player that I think he said was the most surprising player in camp in a yeah. good way. It sounds like that you're going to see a lot of of those two, Nick Singleton, Catron Allen. It wouldn't be a daily edition. It wouldn't be a James Franklin news conference without bringing up those guys. So, you know, I think he kind of tipped his hand a bit that Devin Ford's probably going to be one of the kick returners this year. He's going to have a role in special teams. And obviously, Keevon Lee is going to lead that running back room as well. So that was interesting, but all told, you know, we heard a lot about Purdue and a lot of things that we expected to hear about how the uh, how the offense is going to try and just stretch Penn State's defense deep, and they're going to have to be ready to to, to handle that. So, uh, you know, I think that covers most of it, T. Frank. Yeah, and if we'll have a full pregame breakdown, Blue White Illustrated, the BWI Daily Edition. Because the game is at 8 o'clock and the BWI Daily goes live at 7 p.m. airing on YouTube, we're going to have a pregame show on Thursday. So 7 p.m., we're going to be breaking down the offense, defense, get into position groups, all that good stuff. Greg's coming back for our official pregame and Purdue preview Thursday at 7 p.m. Make sure you are here for that leading into the game. Uh, but... Before then, we, you talked to some of the players this morning in their press conference, press availabilities. Who stood out to you? What are the things that you took away from those players? And also, who were they? Who, who did you talk to? Yeah, so we'll start with Sean Clifford T. Frank. He was available to the media uh, this morning as the Nittany Lions are preparing for uh, you know the season opener here at Purdue. And I mean, I think the, the biggest takeaway from this whole day, and I think it started with Clifford, and then I heard it from James Franklin too. But there's just a projection of confidence right now. It just feels like they're in a very good place. And look, I know every Jeff Brown probably was the same way, and Aiden O'Connell at Purdue uh, when they both spoke to the media on Monday. But I just get a sense listening to these players talk. Jay Brown was available. Uh, PJ Mustafer talk. It, it, there's a, a very strong confidence among this group, and it's not a cockiness, but I think they're ready to show everyone who may have been doubting them or wasn't happy with last season or stuff like that, you know, what they're capable of. I just get the sense that, you know, James Franklin keeps saying that. We can talk about. I'm paraphrasing here, but you know, we can keep talking about it. But at the end of the day, we just have to go out and do it. And I get the sense from the players, T. Frank, that they really want to go out and and do it. So, you know, ultimately, they it's going to be what they put on the field and put on tape. Excuse me, on Thursday. But you know, I just that was the one, and this is the only uh, day that they'll talk this week prior to kickoff. But. That's just a sense I get. I think they came through camp very well. Uh, you know, Sean Clifford, I think, was talking about some of the ways that him and Mike Yersich are working together differently in year two compared to year one. So they're all saying the right things. But, you know, at the end of the day, T. Frank, we've been talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. So have they for months. Uh, and it's yeah. time to just go and do it. Uh, there's really uh, there's not a whole lot left to say at this point, And there's a whole lot to do. Penn State has to prove it on the road again. Uh, obviously another Big Ten opener on the road. They're prepared for that, and we'll see how this one plays out. You know, But I would say at this point, certainly saying all the right things, doing all the right things. So it was an interesting day for Penn State football fans. Head coach James Franklin names Christian, uh, excuse me, Drew Aller over Christian Veyer as the backup quarterback heading into week one. Once again, check out that press conference at Blue White Illustrated on YouTube. Uh, all kinds of interesting things, and that's, you talk about talking and talking and talking what we've done all off season only a couple more days greg and then we get to actually see something and then have something to 
some facts to discuss. I'm excited for that. And uh, I'm excited to hear what comes out of that. Um, and what's coming up for you on the site before we get out of here? What are you talking about today? Where, where do you have at bluewhiteillustrated.com? Yeah, it's preview week, right? So we're getting into all the good stuff, taking a closer look at Purdue. We'll have picks and predictions later this week. We'll also have, obviously, any recruiting news that comes up from Ryan Snyder. I know you're going to have some looks at the game, I'm sure, T. Frank as well. So it'll be a one-stop shop. Uh, yeah, I can't really think of a better way to spend a dollar and join us for a year and get ready for uh, Penn State-Purdue. The season's here, T. Frank, and uh, we'll have it covered from every angle. Absolutely. And he mentioned $1 to sign up. Blue White Illustrated uh, is 12 months of access for $1. We're in the season. So if you want insider content, you want to get our uh, special notebooks, you want to get our film analysis, you want to get our recruiting news, it's $1 for 12 months of access. So by this time next year, when we're heading into whomever is the starting quarterback after Sean Clifford, you'll have seen it coming for days and days and days. Uh, but that'll do it today for the BWI and Daily Edition. I will get my mic stand back, and there will be something behind me by the next time we talk. Although, no, I should not promise anything because Greg knows he bought a house. And I'm if you've bought a house before, there's a thousand I was just going to say, T. Know. Frank. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm not sure you want to do that. Yeah, that was you took the words right out of my mouth. Yes. <laughs> I always overpromise because I'm just so excited about what's going on here on the show. But that'll do it today. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Card. The recruiting show coming up tomorrow with Greg and Ryan. They're back. Uh, Jamil Lyons highlights are up on the on the YouTube channel. So check that out. And of course, if you're listening on a podcast, thanks for being one of the 13,000 people in the last month that has downloaded just in the last month where our numbers are phenomenal. We're doing great. We're phenomenal, Greg. So check it out. Blue White Illustrated, wherever you get your podcasts. I am going to let you go. Thank you so much. Talk to you tomorrow.